Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello again, friends. Dwight Beal here. It is Friday, October 8, and you are listening to the Bible Reading Podcast here with Travis. Travis, on Fridays, we like to just recap what common themes that we've seen throughout the scriptures. I think this Revised Common Lectionary is designed to tie some things together so you can draw parallels. So what what were some common themes that you picked up this week? Yeah, I think the big takeaway for me was um, just really some some good understanding of what to do when God is silent. So mm. when you're not hearing God's voice, mm-hmm. um, one, that you're in good company. There's, um, I mean, Jesus was in that, in yep. that seat. Um, you got David and Job, um, and it's just, uh, um, they, they give us some examples of what to do when God is silent mm-hmm. and how you can still know and trust that God is still there, is still acting, still caring, um, yeah, is just ever-present. And haven't we all experienced seasons of our life where it feels like God is silent? Yeah, and it's easy to second guess yourself and start to say, "What did I do wrong?" Right. Um, you know, kind of Job Job style, or or get frustrated and say, "Where you know, where are you?" And and we saw both of those, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in Scripture uh, is, is responses. And so I think it's it's good too to just know that God is faithful. I mean, with Job, we know the end of the story. With with David, we know the end of the story, mm-hmm. and it's and it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in that we can trust that even if we're, if God is silent right now, um, the story's not done yet. That's right. I, I heard someone say that uh, with Christ and with the gospel, the best is always yet to come. Oh yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, to think that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It may seem silent or dark at the moment, but hang in there. Yep. Well, today our podcast Bible reading is Mark ten. Verses 17 through 31. So, Travis, could you read that for us? Yeah. Here we go. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. You know that the, you know the commandments. You shall not murder You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. You shall not defraud, honor, and honor your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all these have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go, sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words. But Jesus said again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were even more amazed, and they said to each other, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, 
With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Then Peter spoke up. We have left everything to follow you. Truly, I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sister or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. There's so much we could unpack (laughs) in this. Uh, Where do you want to start? Um, you know, the, the obvious one is, you know, uh, kind of, uh, con- condemning or calling out the, the sin of, um, the love of money, which mm. I think, uh, which is the easy one to see and is a good one to go into. But, uh, a new takeaway that I had when I was kind of preparing for this was just, um, just, I, I guess, seeing and thinking that, you know, for the rich young ruler, this was his first encounter with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may not have been his last, but mm. um, Jesus called out uh, in his life what he needed to do um, right. to, to follow Jesus. Um, and that was a, it was a big request for him. It was, he went, he zeroed in, laser focused on exactly what was wrong in his life or blocking yeah. him. Um, from really experiencing Jesus, and um, obviously, it's it would take this man some time to unpack that, and mm-hmm. at least his you know we see here at least his initial decision is um, to walk away, mm-hmm. and um, so the takeaway I had was like this is this is maybe not the only. Uh, I, I hope in my head I was kind of going, hey, this is this is Christ's first encounter and first calling. Mm-hmm. Um, and God usually doesn't stop calling. And there's, you know, maybe there will be silence in his life as he struggles wh- with what uh, the words that Jesus spoke to him. But um, I kind of I kind of think that there's there's more to this story. It's you know, it isn't done. Um, we don't know whether he changed or whether he. Um, you know, because you you still can change, and, right. and this person could have changed after the fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, and I see that in my life sometimes, where Jesus will come or the Spirit will come and say, "Hey, you know, point something out," and you'd be like, "No, I can't yeah, do that. I'm not ready for that. I can't, I can't do that." Yeah, and you, and you walk away. Yeah. Um. But that doesn't mean that the story is done. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that um, Jesus is done working or the Spirit's done working. Right. It, it comes around. We talk about it in church culture as Kairos moments, right? Mm-hmm. So it's you know it's the it's the X and then mm-hmm. the circle. And we are we going to change or are we going to potentially experience the the pain or the calling or whatever that Kairos moment again? And will we change from it? Right. So I take so much comfort that he looked at this young man and he loved him. Yeah. And then he challenged him. Yep. So just knowing that even the painful challenges that feel too big for us at the at the moment come from a place of love. Yeah. Right? Yep. Well, I see a bunch of notes on your iPad there. What what else? So the I had kind of noted down and I uh, another 
person that I like to listen to a lot is uh, John Piper, um, who's who's a pastor, um, talks a lot about uh, Christian hedonism, which is, um, you know, it, it, it's a um, finding uh, finding joy the way God created you, finding joy in life. Um, and how would you define hedonism? It's pursuing the thing that God has built in your life um, that gives you the most joy. Um, okay, because but hedonism in and of itself is like self-satisfaction. It is. Right? Yes. But it's uh, the, the spin on Christian hedonism is saying that God has built in us something that we love to do that's it's who we are. Okay. And it's not say, I mean, it, it can be a lot of different things, but it, it should be something that's um, God built us for that we naturally find joy in and can also naturally glorify God in it. Ha. Huh. I so, love that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not saying, you know, go indulge in the pleasures of the flesh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he's saying, go do what I made you to do. Yes. And it's actually going to be satisfying for you. Yep. Is yes. that, is that, that's exactly right. right. Yeah. Okay, because I think it's the the maybe the opposite or what he's fighting against is saying um, to be you know to be a Christian means emptying yourself of everything, including the things that give you joy. Um, and he fights back against that, saying, "No, God has given us good things because He's a good Father, and it's good <laughs> for us to enjoy those things." Right. And so, coming all the way around, what one of the things that came to my mind with this was um, so Jesus was calling out in this rich young ruler's life the the evil of the love of money, and um, what I see in life, and I I see here too, and can even see it in my own life is. Um, evil plays itself out in, in our lives as we find something is more valuable, is better, is more, um, more satisfying in a certain moment than what Jesus is. And so we, that, that's evil that we're choosing. We, we choose that thing that is temporary. That is, um, so what, whatever that can be, um, that can be money. It can be something, you know, it can be flesh. It can be, um, whatever it is, it's it's the idols in our lives, yeah. and we choose that over over Jesus, and it wrecks us, like mm-hmm. it, it messes us up. And and Jesus is there, you know, to the rich young ruler, saying, "That's it's messing you up. This is the yeah. sin in your life. You remove this, and you find me as the most uh, you know most satisfying, most right. glorifying." Um, and that's that's how we're going to get closer, you know, together. That's how you're going to truly find me. That's how mm-hmm. you're going to truly, you know, follow my commandments is is complete obedience of loving who Jesus is and following without with no strings attached. Right. So I don't so know if that good. made sense, but oh, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I would love to go to towards the end of this passage where yeah. where you know Peter looks at Jesus and just says. Then who can be saved? Like we've left everything to follow you. Yeah. Like, what do you want from yeah. us, Jesus? Right? Yeah. Um, and then Jesus says, "Hey, anybody who's left brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, homes, fields for me and the gospel will not fail to receive a hundred times those things in this life and in the life to come." How do, how do you interpret that? Um, that one made me think of Job, where it's you know again you know the end of the story of Job, right? And he, I mean, he got. He got his socks blessed off. You know, it was. It's, <laughs> it's a, a good way to say it. Even though he, I mean, he did question God. So he, he again, he lived through that silence um, yep. and came out the other side, and God did bless him. Um, and so I think 
we as Christians can take um, take comfort in the fact that um, when we do lose things, when mm-hmm. we do um, sacrifice things that um, maybe yeah, maybe it means we 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 lose some comfort or we lose things or we lose money, whatever it is, yeah. um, we shouldn't hang on to that because you know um, the ultimate pursuit is Jesus, and Jesus is going, I, I gotcha. What you, don't worry about these things. You're gonna get way more than that right. at the end anyways. That's right. Right. And not only in heaven, yeah, but also somehow here on earth, Jesus yeah. says. And I gotta tell you, I, I get this picture of so my my mom was on the podcast, you know, a few weeks ago and she talked about how sh- she and my dad uh, went on the mission field when they were in their early 50s, right yeah. when their grandchildren were, were coming into the world, right? So it was a tremendous letting go for them and a saying goodbye and kind of leaving brothers and sisters and grandsons and granddaughters. And there's a picture that I have of my dad, a literal picture, in Korea where this a student of his named Moon Jung <laughs> is kissing him on the cheek. And... It's such a, a picture, like my mom and dad were teachers there and in a sense became like spiritual parents yeah. to all of these high school age Korean girls yeah. who in many cases are living in a culture where they're sort of deparented, you know? Yeah. So when I went, went over to visit them, I saw, I think, the fulfillment of this passage where God gave them so much more than they left behind. Yeah. And and then when they came back, they were were blessed, and they were able to enter back into those relationships ten years later. But anyway, I think your um, was that your dad that said so. For the listeners, go back and listen to that. It's a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to mm-hmm. Dwight and his mom talking because it's it's a it's a great week. Mm-hmm. I can testify to that. One of the things that I remember is though your I think it was your dad that said we left thirty years too early or it something. Was, it was twenty years or, too short. Two years too short. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. That stuck with me because it's just yeah. I mean that when God calls you somewhere, it's the the blessing there is you know as far beyond what you're going to expect. Right. Is there anything else, Travis, that you want to give words to before we wrap up this week? I don't think so. I think that kind of. I mean, without delving into a, a <laughs> there's so much here. You could <laughs> there really you could is. peel it apart. So it's. I think, I think we're at a good stopping point. Okay. All right. Well, thanks again for taking the time to do this. Yeah. And it's been really fun for me. And uh, if you could maybe turn some of the things that we've been pondering this whole week into a closing blessing, that would be awesome. That sounds great. All right, listeners, um, on your Friday, if God is being silent, know that he is not done talking. If you're in the midst of the silence, know that God loves you, Mm. knows right where you're at. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you've maybe made a decision or uh, the Spirit has called you to something difficult and you said no, no one understand that it won't be the first time you get asked. The Spirit will knock again and you'll have another chance. And Jesus is standing there um, ready to walk with you, uh, walk beside you. Um, and to be your partner in ministry. Go with Jesus. Go with Jesus. Bye-bye. Bye. 
thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.